Welcome to Bolts and Bats in the Bay, a podcast brought to you by FL Teams. FLTeams.com is a top Florida sports source dedicated to providing in-depth analysis and coverage for all Florida sports, including college and professional sports teams. Remember to go to FLTeams.com. And this podcast is brought to you by Symbol. Symbol is the stock market for sports that allows you to trade sports teams like stocks and earn cash payouts when your teams win. Symbol has blended sports and the stock market to offer you a new way to invest in and profit off your favorite teams. Use your sports knowledge to buy low, sell high, and earn cash payouts when your teams win. Join the 6,000-plus early adopters who have started to profit off their sports knowledge. Visit www.simbull.com or visit the link in the description to create a free account and when you deposit, make sure you use the promo code FLTEAMS for a $10 deposit bonus to help build your portfolio. Hi, everyone. I'm your host, Jeff Macalino. And as always, I'm going to give you a run through the week that was and the week ahead for your two-time defending Stanley Cup champion, Tampa Bay Lightning, and your Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, we will start things off, as always, with the Lightning, who... Uh, Won me a few uh, win payouts on Symbol since uh, last podcast. Uh, had uh, four games in six-day stretch. Uh, started out at Philadelphia uh, and uh, defeated the Flyers 4-3 in a shootout victory. Um, the Lightning fell down 2-0 in the first period. Uh, came back with a Braden Point power play goal early in the second period. Matthew Joseph tied things up late in the second period, uh, and uh, Steven Stamkos scored with less than two minutes remaining in the third on a uh, very weird angle shot that was able to uh, squeeze past the goaltender, Stamkos' ninth goal of the season, but the Flyers were able to tie it up with just nine seconds left on a Claude Giroux goal to force overtime. There were no goals scored. The shootout wasn't overly dramatic. It basically, as quickly as it can possibly end, Stamkos, uh, after Vasilevsky stopped the first shootout attempt by Philadelphia, Stamkos netted one, and uh, after Giroux was stopped by Vasilevsky, Braden Point ended it. Uh, so a nice, quick uh, two shots, two goals for the Lightning. They come out with the 4-3 victory over the Flyers. Then the Lightning returned home, for uh, what was certainly the worst game this week and uh, possibly their most disappointing loss all season against the New Jersey Devils. Uh, things got started. Jan Ruda scored his second goal unassisted on a nice shot in the first uh, a period that the Lightning, frankly, dominated. Uh, but the Devils did tie it up 1-1. Pat Maroon scored his fourth on another power play goal by that second power play unit. Um, assists by Ross Colton and Mikhail Sergachev on his goal. The Lightning up 2-1 after one period. Victor Hedman added his fourth goal in the second period. The Lightning headed into the third period up 3-1, and uh, things didn't go well from there. They gave up three goals uh, in the first half of that third period to fall down 4-3. Braden Point on a breakaway was... Uh, tripped 
hacked. He got a penalty shot, but not before he smashed hard into the boards. Uh, looked to be a shoulder type issue potentially. He did take the penalty shot and uh, did not convert it. And then when the Lightning pulled the goalie, the Devils added an empty net goal. 5-3 victory for the Devils in what was a disappointing loss for the Lightning in a game that they really dominated the first two periods to uh, to enter that third period with a 3-1 lead and give up four uh, unanswered goals to the Devils was quite disappointing. But frankly, even worse than all of that was the injury to Braden Point. He did uh, remain in the game, as I mentioned, and uh, did have some shifts after that injury. However, he uh, was not to be seen again after that, unfortunately, uh, on the ice for the following two games in Amelie, and uh, it was just announced Braden Point will be out four to six weeks with an undisclosed upper body injury, another devastating blow to the Lightning. I'll touch more on that in a second. Just to wrap up, they did have two games they had to play without uh, Braden Point after that. Uh, the Minnesota Wild were in town. Uh, Brian Elliott got the home start uh, against them, and this one was a, uh, a back-and-forth game. Sorelli uh, started things off barely a minute into the game with a power play goal. Again, nice to see the power play actually producing. Uh, it's, it's not one of the worst power play units in the NHL by any means. It's not the best, but it certainly has... Uh, stepped things up after initially having a real rough go when Nikita Kucherov went out. Uh, Pat Maroon added his fourth goal uh, of the season to give the Lightning a 2-0 lead. Uh, however, the Wild did tie things up relatively quickly after that in the second period. Uh, right before the end of the second period, Anthony Sorelli gave the Lightning a 3-2 lead, his sixth goal of the season. Then 9 minutes, 19 seconds into the third period, ABB, Alex Beret-Boulet, who returned to the lineup due to the point injury. He had not been playing uh, recently. Uh, he scored his second of the season to give the Lightning a 4-2 lead. However, that would not stand. Uh, the Wild scored two goals in the last 2 minutes and uh, 38 seconds. I'm sorry, 2 minutes, 48 seconds uh, to tie the game up. That last goal coming with just 39 seconds left on the clock. Uh, seems like a bad trend here for the Lightning all season. Um, something that the Lightning in the playoffs and the regular season seemed to be very good at was dealing with closing out the games. Um, now, Eric Chernak's been out for a little while, and, and maybe the Lightning probably have to hope that that's part of the reason that they're not uh, maybe blocking all the shots or uh, getting the pucks cleared when they're down uh, with the uh, empty net on the opposition. Um, but another late goal, late in the third period in the last minute, it's not the first one I've mentioned this week, <laughs> uh, to force overtime. However, no goals in overtime, and it went to another shootout. Steven Stamco scored on his first uh, shootout uh, attempt. Uh, he is on fire, both uh, not just in shootouts, but in shootouts he is on fire as well. And Brian Elliott stopped all three shots um, 
So Stamkos' first shootout attempt was all that was needed. The Lightning escape with the 5-4 victory after again blowing a two-goal lead in the third period. Then the uh, latest game uh, was against the Philadelphia Flyers again, this time back at Amelie Arena. And this was a game that... uh, the Lightning probably want to uh, put in a picture frame, <laughs> especially the second period. Uh, Zach Bogosian got things started with his first goal uh, in the first period. <clears throat> uh, Bogosian, who uh, you may recall from the preview uh, I did with uh, Isaac Edelman, who was uh, at this game, uh, FL Team's founder. Uh, but uh, I told him uh, Zach Bogosian was the guy, kind of under the radar, but the guy I was most excited about joining the Lightning or rejoining the Lightning uh, this offseason uh, for what he gives as far as a physical presence on defense. Uh, doesn't score a lot of goals, but he did uh, put one in, and it proved to actually be the game winner. Uh, the Lightning added uh, goals by Steven Stamkos, his 10th uh, team-leading 10th goal in the second period. Uh, Bogosian got the assist on that goal, uh, as well as uh, Ryan McDonough. And Corey Perry scored his first goal of the season, also in the second period. Stamkos got his 11th assist on that goal. And uh, Alex Beret-Boulet scored his third, second in two games since rejoining the lineup. Uh, Stamkos his 12th assist on that goal. The Lightning 4-0 victory. Andre Vasilevsky just outstanding in net. Um, especially in the first period when things were a little shaky, but he got the shutout, uh, 34 saves it took for him. Uh, his first shutout of the season, uh, 27th for his career. Also the ninth victory in a row for the Lightning over the Philadelphia Flyers, dating back to January of 2018. So things worked very nicely. Uh, Corey Perry, who's been playing well, just not getting pucks in the back of the net. Um, This was the longest stretch uh, to him to start a season. uh, Goalless after 17 games, he finally put one in, uh, his first of the season, and hopefully that uh, leads to more good things to come, especially because the Lightning are going to need to find goals. Uh, Very encouraging to see Alex Beret-Boulet, ABB, let's go with that. (laughs) Very nice to see him score twice in two games because guys like him and uh, Corey Perry, and Pat Maroon already has really stepped up. I mean, four goals is a good start for him. Uh, So guys are going to have to step up and score goals because the Lightning now for the next four to six weeks are going to be without point and Kucherov, uh, Point, of course, has led the NHL in playoff goals the last two seasons, and Kucherov in points. So, obviously, two huge contributors if the Lightning can weather this storm, no pun intended, uh, and keep themselves in the playoff picture. Things are going to presumably look much nicer uh, when you get those two superstars back on the ice. Uh, Looking at the standings, the Lightning are doing very well. Uh, They are third in the Atlantic Division with 25 points. They are 11-4-3 on the season. They're only four points back now of the Florida Panthers, 
who frankly had, uh, you know, a few weeks ago what seemed like an insurmountable lead. Obviously, it's early in the season, so uh, it's nice that the Lightning are making a nice uh, push in the standings. They're only two behind Toronto for second. However, Toronto has played two more games than them. So really, the Lightning just kind of doing what they're doing. Effectively, it could be in second place in the Atlantic Division. Uh, and building up a cushion, really, those top three teams, Florida, Toronto, and Tampa Bay, building a little cushion already over the fourth-place team, Detroit, who has uh, 19 points, and they've played also two more games than the Lightning. And Boston has 18. They have actually played three games fewer than the Lightning and Panthers, uh, but still seven points behind the Lightning currently uh, in fifth place in the Atlantic. Looking ahead for the Lightning, uh, they wrap up their homestand here on uh, Black Friday against Seattle Kraken. Yanni Gord makes his return. Will be, uh, I'm sure, will receive a very nice ovation from the home fans. Then the Lightning hit the road for uh, not too long of a road trip. Uh, Sunday they're at Minnesota, and uh, Tuesday they are at the St. Louis Blues. Uh, and then they return just for one game next week, Thursday against the Blues, uh, back-to-back game Tuesday and Thursday, uh, home and away, uh, the second being in Amelie Arena on Thursday, December 2nd. Florida Lightning head out on a lengthy uh, five-game road trip after that. Uh, So the Lightning have some, uh, you know, uh, non-division, out-of-conference opponents uh, looming on the schedule. Uh, Will be fun to see Seattle uh, and Yanni Gord uh, return, and uh, I guess it's the Alex Beret-Boulet revenge game, uh, since he briefly was claimed by Seattle and played there a little bit before returning back to the Lightning. Um, the Lightning, one other thing I want to point out, you know, their lines right now, obviously missing Point and Kucherov, look very different than they did at the beginning of the season. Right now, it looks like the top line centered by Stamkos with uh, Palat and Beret Boulet. Uh, second line is Sorelli with Kalorn and Joseph on the wings. Then the third line's uh, the uh, the old man line, really. Pat Maroon and Belmare and Corey Perry. And then uh, the kid line, as it's been dubbed, with Kachuk, who has just played really nicely. Uh, Ross Colton and uh, Taylor Radish. Uh, they haven't scored a lot, but they're getting more and more time on the ice, and they are making things happen, and it's not going to be long before you start seeing them put some goals on the board for the Lightning as well. And uh, Eric Chernak, very close, possibly returning Friday against the Kraken, which will be a huge boost for the defense. Um, not that Cal Foote, who's really picked up the the ice time for Chernak has played poorly, but uh, Chernak's really a game changer uh, as uh, on defense. Now, not to bury what is potentially the biggest news in the Tampa Bay area this week, switching gear to the Rays, only one thing to cover, and uh, frankly, it's a huge deal, um, a record-setting deal. Wander Franco has agreed to a 12-year contract that According to ESPN, guarantees him $185 million and is worth up to $223 million. Uh, The Rays have done this many times with young players, signing them to lengthy extensions to uh, get them a couple years after they would be uh, 
free agents. This is the biggest of all of them, both in years and dollars. Uh, just a huge deal um, for a guy who has less than one full year of service time, and it sets the record. Uh, Ronald Acuna uh, Jr. signed a eight-year, one hundred million dollar deal in twenty nineteen, or tw- yes, in twenty nineteen, with the Braves. That was the previous high, and uh, this, both in years and money, kind of dwarfs that one. Uh, so again, twelve years. 185 million guaranteed and worth up to 223 million. Will be interesting to see what kind of potential team or player options are built in there to see whether it's truly a 12-year deal or not. But for the uh, young superstar shortstop, uh, he will be wearing presumably a Rays uniform for a long, long time, which is uh, not something that uh, Rays fans really get used to doing. Even guys who stick around for a long time uh, generally leave well before 12 years. Uh, so we'll, uh, you know, we'll see, obviously, when things go further down that contract, if there's no trade clauses and all that kind of stuff. But we can worry about that in the future because it's going to be quite a while uh, where Wander Franco is going to be the man at shortstop for the Tampa Bay Rays. So big move. Uh, highly endorse the move by Ray's management. Um, you know, who we can obviously discuss whether where they'll be playing uh, when that contract plays out. But again, that's worry for another day. Let's uh, for Thanksgiving we can just be thankful we get to see a lot more Wander Franco in the future. So that'll do it for bolts and bats in the Bay. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone. Uh, Please feel free to hit me up on Twitter. Follow me at St. JMac and follow FL Teams on Twitter at FL Teams. Subscribe to the FL Teams YouTube channel and uh, also follow on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, it's FL Teams everywhere. And go to flteams.com to stay updated on all your Florida sports news and coverage.